If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Women Physicians Lead, hosted by Dr. Lisa Herbert, helps women physicians move from surviving to thriving in their personal and professional lives. Dr. Lisa shares leadership tips, burnout support, stress management strategies, and inspiration from women physicians who've made remarkable transitions into leadership roles. There's a fantastic episode that you should check out called Taking Care of Yourself During the Journey, about how women physicians can care for themselves while on their leadership journeys. Check out Women Physicians Lead on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. What's up? It's Dr. Erica here, your Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist and integrative lifestyle coach. I help busy people like you that give and give and give and give to others, but not yourself. I help put you back in your life. And guess what? Welcome. I'm so excited to officially invite you to listen to another brand new bonus episode of the Better with Dr. Erica podcast. Thanks for listening during this break between season two and season three. Yep, I told you new stuff was coming to you. Well, my team is working hard on making season three epic. Till then, I get to be greedy and have you all to myself. We're five episodes into the break in air quotes, and I already gave you a clue that I'm my own guest again. So let's go ahead and get to the questions that this episode will answer. Number one, why does mental health matter? Number two, how does fear lead to pressure for perfection? Number three, why do adults even hope for snow days? And number four, how can present moment awareness change the game for your mental health? Four simple things, but four things that can mean a lot. In a time where your mental health is getting stretched constantly by this pandemic and pressures of adulting, you'll want to stay until until the very last second to hear about ways to improve your mental health and support those around you. With news of Chesley Chris' tragic death by suicide along with Ian Alexander Jr., Regina King's son's recent death. This is a reminder that no one is immune from the impact of mental health. Now hang in there because the entire episode will not be that heavy. Now you know we have shareable moments here in Better Nation. We post the quotes or memorable moments on social media with the hashtag Better Nation. It's that simple. So enough of this. Let's get to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. Hey, y'all. Welcome again to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica. We're going to start with something that just feels a little heavier, but it's so important because one of the reasons I went into mental health and becoming a psychiatrist was that I used to notice how you could go in the hood or the country and you'd see these people on the stoops that didn't have a pot to piss in that just seemed totally happy. Then you'd hear all of these situations where these celebrities who from the outside seemed to have it all. They had money, they had fame, they had great clothes, great jobs, were gorgeous, but then they'd be miserable. And I wanted to see and learn why that even happens. And as I went on this journey, it's your mental health is such a 
essential thing when it comes to your quality of life. We recently heard about the death by suicide of Chesley Christ. And we recently were talking about the death by suicide of Ian Alexander Jr., who's Regina King's son. And this is a reminder that this can happen to anybody. No one's immune. And there used to be this myth that Black people don't die by suicide. And as you see, that's simply not true. So you may be wondering, what can you even do? Well, I have three things to tell you about. I'm going to start with number one, which is the easiest one, is to ask people how they are doing. But here's the important part. With the intention of genuinely caring about the answer. And if you get a surface answer, you ask more questions. Like, how are you doing really? I remember work was a challenge. How is that going? I know you were feeling a little stressed out the other day. What's up with that? And people can sense when you really want to know how they are doing or if they're just asking out of habit or courtesy. And someone may say, well, what if people just don't tell you anything? And there are times where people aren't necessarily comfortable with being opening, open with how they're doing. The first thing is, is, hey, if you ask, at least people know that you care. And that goes a long way. The next is, if you continue to ask or you don't just settle for okay, then you open the door for more conversation. So back to that list of the three easy things. Number two is if you're concerned, say something. And this isn't simply if you think someone is thinking about suicide. If you notice someone no longer is talking to their friends or you never hear from them or they're dressing different or they've gained a bunch of weight or lost a lot of weight. Now, don't get me wrong. You don't walk up and go, hey, you got fat. What's up? But these are just things they notice. And you say, hey, I'm, I'm concerned. Are you okay? Sometimes when you ask or tell someone that you're concerned, it's helpful if you can actually tell them why. Um, because sometimes people don't even realize what's going on. So if you can say, oh, I noticed you seem to be a little bit more on edge lately, or you seem kind of sad. I'm just a little worried about you. But to let them know you are concerned, because then you can be part of the solution when things are earlier versus when things get really hard and really tough. And then we're in that area of dangerousness. The third thing is to be supportive and be present. This could be helping them with the process of finding a mental health care professional, listening, spending time with the person, going with them to actually be seen, or even calling the crisis line if that's what's necessary. But it's important to actually be present in the moment and to be supportive. So those are three things that are not the absolute most challenging to do. I won't say that they're easy because when you're trying to help someone you care about, sometimes that doesn't feel easy. But those are three things you can do. Now, you want a few other reasons why it's important that we even have these conversations about mental health, because you might be like, Dr. Erica, why are we even talking about this? Why can't we talk about something a little bit more fun? We're going to get to something a little bit more fun. But this is three statistics, uh, three. So the magic number today is three <laughs> of why it's important that we talk about and prioritize mental health, because we already talked about how it can be the backbone of 
your quality of life and everybody wants a good life. I want a good life for you. That's part of the reason I do these things. I want you to be better, do better and live better so that you can grasp and hold on to and live this life that you were created for. So let me get through these quick statistics. So number one is one in five adults experienced mental illness in 2020. So if you're sitting in a room with, with your peeps, somebody somebody has experienced some mental health issues. The next is the average delay between onset of mental illness symptoms and treatment is 11 years, 11 years, yo, 11 years. That's a long time to potentially be on and off the struggle bus. Suicide is the second, second, like one, the number two, second leading cause of death among people aged 10 to 34 in the U.S. So it's part of the reason why we have to have these in the conversation, get more knowledge and decrease stigma and make it more comfortable for people to seek help is because it would be great if we could shift some of these statistics and be more about resilience and building people up and and helping your mental health be something that feels like an asset. Makes sense. Listen, this conversation is nothing without you. So stay right here and we'll be back in a few moments. Better with Dr. Erica. Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation. Let me introduce you to Better Nation. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle, show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments, and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit joinbetternation.com. That's joinbetternation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation. It's time for What's Up with Dr. Erica. You know how I say stay open to inspiration in everyday life? Well, let me tell you something. I recently bought a new hot water kettle that lets you set the temperature. This one's a little bit different than the other one I have. Now, if you are a tea drinker, you know that having water the right temperature is a game changer when it comes to the taste of your tea. Well, I discovered that I can't rush the poor. Yes, I said it. I can't rush the poor. This kettle has a gooseneck and it pours slowly. No matter how far you tip it, how much you wish that water comes out, you can't Jedi mind trick the water into coming out any faster. It literally makes me slow down. It's amazing what happens when you slow down. That sympathetic nervous system that keeps you on edge can get a break. It's like a little baby break that gives you space to breathe. Your homework today, shall you choose to accept it? and this podcast won't self-destruct, is to slow down once today. Literally stop brushing and slow down or stop for three to five minutes. In this time, you can do absolutely nothing or savor an activity such as breathing, the feel of the water on your body in the shower, the smell of your coffee, the feel of the wind on your face outside. You get to choose. It's your life. I'll do it again today too. So we'll be slowing down together. I can't wait to hear how you feel. Back to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. So after talking about something 
so serious. I want to switch gears and talk about one of my new favorite movies. You may have guessed it if you follow me on the interwebs. My new One of my new favorite movies is Encanto. You might be like, why Encanto? Beyond the fact that the songs are great and it's totally adorable. And I love seeing all the different versions of brown. It's so beautiful. Is that one of the things that strikes me and has struck so many of you out there is the way real adult problems <laughs> are portrayed in this movie that the uh, the adults um you see some of the kids but it's more the adults are all grappling with a few central themes and one of the reasons i think this is such a great discussion point and i encourage people to watch it is it helps bring up these conversations and to really think about what are some of the things that may be stressing you out or holding you back one of the biggest things that touched me about this movie is that there's this theme that runs throughout it about how fear can cause crushing expectations that everyone be perfect and predictable. Because one of the ways to stay in control is that everything be perfect and everything be predictable. Now, you all live real life. How often is every single day totally predictable or every single person predictable all the time? And how hard is it to just be perfect? So just that setup itself just makes it complicated. And I think that's one of the reasons why this movie resonated, because there are some main characters that are struggling with different things. But a lot of them, practically a lot of us can relate to from Luisa's pressure to be strong all the time to Isabella feeling like she has to be perfect and pretty not Isabella. I can't even talk. Uh, yes, Isabella. <laughs> and to have when you see Tia Peppa, how she just seems so anxious all the time. You just see all these things. And I remember all these conversations around which character do you resonate? And I have to honestly say for me, I resonated with these ideas of, of being strong and perfect of Luisa and Isabella, but the person that resonated for me, and I guess this is the trivia question answer, is Mirabelle. If you are just knowing me through this podcast, you may not have known me in my younger years where one of the biggest challenges for me was feeling seen and not even just in my younger years, and feeling valued. And I feel like one of the things that happens with Mirabelle is that she is such a loving, empathic person that people take her for granted and don't fully see her or don't fully value her. And to me, it shows how a lot of times that being these centers of love, that that isn't always valued. So I really, really connected with with Mirabelle. But I, I'd love to encourage you to check it out or just to think of ways of if you see something that resonates in you, what would help things feel more manageable? And what part of your life is being ruled by fear and how fear is impacting you and making you probably more anxious, more irritable, or even more sad? Because there's even a line in this song that the sister Louisa sings called, the name of the song is called Surface Pressure. And there's a quote in there that I remember before I even saw the movie, that this quote just, I felt it all the way in my soul. And the, the quote is, 
if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, would that free some room up for joy or relaxation or simple pleasure? And I want to break that down for you real quick, which is that there are all these expectations. Some of them are ones other people put on you. Some are ones that you put on yourself and how sometimes holding all that expectation doesn't give you space to breathe, to feel joy, to relax, to feel that you're free to choose your path. And I want to encourage you to think about that because there's something powerful about the freedom to just be, to exist, to feel that your authentic self is good enough, to feel that you are good enough. And I spend so much time working with clients and patients that just never feel good enough or even conversations with my friends and family. And there's such a freedom when you can get to a space where you can shake off those expectations and not also put overwhelming expectations on yourself. I'm not saying that you can't strive for excellence, but there is a freedom in still valuing your humanity. So talking about expectations and permission to be, recently there was a nor'easter. Now, the funny thing is I never heard of nor'easters before I came to the East Coast, really before I came to Boston. And I was at work and one of my colleagues was saying that they were excited about the snow and hoped it snowed really hard because they wanted to lay on the couch. And it's interesting how as adults, sometimes we feel like we need permission or an excuse to rest, to do nothing. And to me, the do nothing isn't simply just the act of doing nothing. It's actually permission to rest, to, to relax, to restore. And it's interesting how as adults, you may feel like you need permission for that. And one of my wishes for you is to get to the point where you don't need, we don't need excuses, where you don't need an excuse of a snow day to do that. But I do know adults that are looking for snow days as much as kids are looking for snow days not to school, go to school. They're looking for snow days to not have to adult. But just as with exercise, Recovery is just as important as the actual exercise is that productivity may be important. It's great to create. It's great to get things done, but it's also important to get some rest so that your body and your mind can restore. So I'm giving you permission to get some rest. Now, as we're going to start wrapping this up, we're going to get to this last thing on that list of questions we're going to answer, which is... Back on episode nine in the first season, I know it seems so long ago, I had light walk-ins on and we actually ended up having this really robust conversation of present moment awareness. And I was thinking of this when I was talking to some patients, because what happens with a lot of you out there is you're super anxious about everything in the future, thinking of all these things that are bad that can happen or you feel are about to happen. So you're totally stressed out and anxious about that. But then you're, you have shame and guilt and you're beating yourself up for what you've done or decisions in the past. And literally there's no peace in your mind because you're either anxious or fearful about everything coming up 
and feeling horrible about everything that's past and you're not spending any moment in the present. And that's why present moment awareness is so important is number one, getting re-anchored in the present can actually significantly impact your mood. It can, it can decrease some of that anxiety of fearfulness of what's happening, decrease some of that sadness and irritability from the shame and guilt of what's happened before. And it can also give you some space for, for peace and to even potentially problem solve and increase your emotional and cognitive clarity. So present moment awareness is kind of like that secret sauce that will allow you to, to feel like you're getting more mastery on your mental health because you're no longer going to be ruled by the future and the past. You can be in the present. There's a, there's a reason they talk about this on all of the movies with monks. Is there something to it? So I want to encourage you to, when you feel yourself spending a lot of time being afraid of the future or ashamed or guilty or beating yourself up about the past, I want to encourage you to take a moment, put your feet on the ground, take some deep breaths and just bring yourself back to the present. I can almost guarantee you'll feel better. So the last thing is I want to leave you with a quote. Um, from one of my favorite people or creatures, also known as Yoda. I was watching, I think it was The Rise of Skywalker. Don't don't judge me because I, I am still of the school of thought that episodes four, five, and six were the absolute best Star Wars movies ever done, followed by Rogue One. But we won't. <laughs> I won't go. I won't go there for you. But this was in the rise of Skywalker. So please don't shame me for the fact I watched it. Um, but he said the greatest teacher failure is. So I want to take a moment and just in- encourage you to step out, take action, try, do something new. It's okay if it doesn't go right. It's okay if you fail. You're going to learn something from it. And who knows, you may learn something that's going to be the biggest breakthrough for you, but you won't learn it if you don't try. So I want to encourage you to to try to be. We've talked about the freedom to be, the freedom to be your authentic self. And I want you to start practicing just being yourself, giving your permission to be, giving yourself permission to not be perfect having realistic expectations for yourself and not feeling crushing weight of expectations and being willing to take action, try something new, take that risk of failure, but just surround yourself with love. And um, I'm just excited to see where that takes you. So I'm, I'm going to do it too. We'll all do this together. So I want to say thank you for coming to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica. We probably will be switching up pretty soon and moving into those best of episodes before we go into season three. I know you're going to love those. Those are always a great way to preview or to even remember things from past episodes. In the meantime, if you start missing me too much, you can always binge watch past, well, binge listen, not binge watch, past episodes from season one and two and other bonuses while we're getting ready to have season three. I'm not here to give you withdrawal. I'm here to give you a little love. 
And I want to say thank you for showing up. Thanks for showing up for me. Thanks for showing up for yourself because the point of this podcast is to put you back into your life. I'm here to help you be better, do better, and live better and have that life you deserve. So when you show up for my podcast, you actually show up for yourself. So thank you. And if you love what you hear, please follow or subscribe. That will let you hear all the bonus content, know everything that's coming, know when we release new episodes. The next, if you also enjoy, please rate and review. That helps me get even more content for you. I would really appreciate it. And the next thing is take your left hand, put it on your right arm, take your right arm, put it on your left, right, right hand, left arm, squeeze, give yourself a big hug. Thank you. I give you a hug, but you know, we're socially distancing, trying to stay away from the Rona, also known as Omarion. So I want to send you some love, send you some positive energy. And until next time, have a better day. I'm so excited that you have been here supporting Better with Dr. Erica along the way. Can you believe we just made it to the end of season two? Season two. First, I have to say thank you for making my dream of being a podcast host come true. Thanks for all your support. And I look forward to bringing even better content for you, which is hard because it's getting pretty good in season three. Now, while I'm gone, that doesn't mean the episodes will stop coming you will see some bonus episodes pop up. So it's going to be important for you to follow or subscribe to the podcast. That way you won't miss a thing. Now, if you start missing me too much, you can always go back and listen to past episodes because as you can tell, there are quite a few. So especially if you started listening a little later in the podcast or there's some things that you may want to just listen to again and see what additional knowledge and tidbits you can get. I encourage you to go back and listen to some past episodes and I will be busy like a busy bee coming up with some new great episodes for you for season three. I even started taping some of them and you are going to love them. I know I do, but thank you so much again. I can't wait to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for the bonus episodes. Better with Dr. Erica.